Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Nothing is impossible. When you put your trust in God Nothing is impossible When you trust in in His Word Lift up your voice Hearken to the voice of God to be Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon Bishop, my bishop, our pastor, our shepherd, the bishop, me, I can do, hallelujah, hallelujah. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for gathering us this morning. We know beyond the shadow of doubt that you will bless us. We know you will speak to us. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are here to touch our lives. We pray that the word, O God, that comes forth, the word will be spirit and to be life. We pray that the light in your word will shine on everybody's path. That none, none will leave you the same. Now lift your hands and thank God. Lift your hands and thank God. Just thank him. Thank him that you have ears to hear. That this morning your ears will hear. Your ears will hear what the Spirit is saying. Thank God that this morning your eyes will see. Your eyes will see what the Spirit is showing you. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Who will bring light to your hearts. Light to quench every darkness. Light to destroy the work of the devil. Thank God for a heart that is ready to receive. Thank God for a good ground heart. Now Lord, give me a good ground heart this morning. And let my life never be the same. We give you the glory and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, let the saints of God say, Amen. 
or oh, say a better amen. amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. It looks like our convener has the patent to pronouncing my name. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> it's too nice. Amen. Say to somebody, it's too nice. Is it that people have gone to call the people they witnessed to last week or what? Because the church is literally empty. Or? I'm the only one seeing it. Well, last week we went to do a powerful outreach. How many of us went? And after the outreach, I don't know. How many of us went for the outreach? Christ says he didn't go for the outreach. Why didn't they go? Eh? It should be good. Only the choristers. All those who couldn't go. Lift your hand again if you went for the outreach last week. All of you didn't go. I'm talking about last week Sunday. Or last week Sunday we didn't do outreach after service. I went for outreach. Yes, I said lift your hand those who did. You didn't do. Today you do. Ojam, you went straight home. Contrary to my instructions. So none of you went for outreach last week. Eh? So I said, those who went should lift their hands. Ah, Munti Brofo. So all of you didn't go. Is there any reason? Don't look there as if I'm talking to someone. I'm talking to you. Look at me. Is there any reason? I want to know why. You had what? You had lay school in Reza. Who was teaching you that Reza? Who was teaching you the lay school? Who was the one teaching you? I want to know. Happy who? Where is she? When I've given instruction for outreach, you are teaching lay school. I'm a good man to ask them to go for outreach now. Oh? No, I say they should go for outreach now and come back. They don't need to hear the, today's message. Or what do you think? And all those wearing this color, what is it Akwaba? You already didn't go. What were you doing? You're receiving visitors. How many, how many new converts, how many new visitors came to church last week? You don't know. Why look at uh, Abeta? I'm asking you a question. I want answers. Eleven. And you went to take care of them. So you didn't go for outreach. You know the blessings that angels came down from heaven to pronounce on people last week that I've instructed you to go and you didn't go. I think the choir should not sit in the service today. God, I know what they're coming to hear. If you didn't obey last week's message, I don't know how come you obey today's message. Eh? Remember God for mercy. All of you didn't go for outreach. Lift your hand, those who went. And the rest of you, and you are holding the microphone in the church, when you are walking in disobedience. Sure. So today you go for outreach, those who didn't go, and you bring your souls to the second service, 
we'll put chairs on the stage. You come and sit on the stage with your souls only. But epically, did you hear me? No, no rehearsal for you. I don't know what you are rehearsing. I don't know what you have been singing. Every church rehearses on Saturdays. Eh? So, if you can't rehearse on Saturday, I don't know what, what, what sort of choir you are. But you are going for outreach. Amen? Amen. We say we are, attempting, we are attempting great things for God and simple outreach we can't do. No, I don't think it's good. All the doctors didn't come today because last week I saw them on the streets witnessing. Ah, Dr. Still, you went, you went last week. Yes, I saw a lot of doctors on the streets. I don't know about the other businessmen. <laughs> you went there? Yes. But you didn't leave when I said those who went. You didn't lift your hand. Oh, you lifted. Okay, so lift again. Look at, look at, look at them. Businessmen. They have cars. They left their cars and went. You don't have a car and you didn't go. How can you get a car? Where you can't base simple instructions from the pulpits. They are going today. Matthew chapter 16. Today I'm talking about attempt to fight for God by preaching and teaching. Hallelujah. Attempt to fight for God by preaching and teaching. When Jesus Christ came on the scene, he came to fight for God. Amen. He came to do the things. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Do you think you can destroy something by not fighting? Or you can destroy something by just relaxing? No. Destroying something, you know, it, it takes effort to destroy something. Amen? I said amen. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. It says, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Amen? It takes a lot of effort to build something. And that is why a lot of people don't build. Do you see? People have been working for years and they have not been able to build a house. Not even a chamber and hall. Because it takes effort to build. Especially if you live in a country like ours. You buy a land and somebody will come and tell you it is also for, for, for I mean you buy a land or you wall it and somebody come and build a house in your world land. <laughs> Amen? Come and build a house. So you see, it takes more effort. You know, outside like in the UK or the, those developed world, you know, people just have houses which are not for them. Because you go for mortgage. So long as you are working and there's this amount of money coming to your this thing every month, based on that cash flow, eh, the bank can give you money to, you know, to buy a house. But don't forget the documents of the house is with the bank. Eh? And the documents of any property is supposed to be with the owner. So what you have to know is that you are not the owner. It's the bank who is the owner. Because if you lose your job for four months, you'll be amazed. The sort of crisis you go through. So those of you who are here eh, in a country like this, that's who have built houses, you are great. Amen? I say you are great. Clap for all those who have their own houses. As you are clapping and you are celebrating them, you are also going to have your own house. 
I said, you're also going to have your own house. Amen? It takes fight. It takes efforts. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus Christ said that I will build my church. To build anything is not easy. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So it takes fighting to build something. Now, let, check the word prevail. Google and check the word prevail. What does it mean? What does prevail mean? Number one, he said, prove more powerful or superior. When something is more powerful or superior, then nothing can prevail. Are you with me? So, when he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail, that the gates of hell shall not prove themselves to be more powerful and superior to what God is doing. Hallelujah. To prove what? More powerful and superior. So that is what God is calling all of us to do. He's calling us to prove powerful and superior. Amen. Is there another meaning you have, Reverend Ben? To be victorious. So Jesus was saying that the gates of hell will not be victorious over us. Hallelujah. It means that we will be victorious over the gates of hell. Amen. Now, he said, without a willingness to fight, you cannot be involved in church building or church growth. Without a willingness to fight. Without a willingness to fight, you cannot be involved in building a choir. Amen. It takes a certain willingness to fight to get your choir to come to church on Saturday to rehearse. Are you with me? It takes a what? I'm asking you a question. What does it take? A willingness to fight to get your church, your choir members, to come to church on Saturday to rehearse. And we have started Saturday rehearsal. Is that not the case? Eh? Is it once a month or is every Saturday? Choir baby, did you hear me? Stand up. Every choir is stand up. Today I'm on you. I'm asking, did you hear me? You are quiet. Are you mute in the church? I said, did you hear what I said? What did I say? You said you heard me. What did I say? <clears throat> huh? What? Say it again. Don't. And speak in unison. You are not in Makalanta to everybody saying something. Speak in unison. Agatha, are you saying something? Or you have made your face straight? What did I say? Huh? Look, you in the congregation, have you seen a choir that has not rehearsed on Saturday before? I'm asking you a question. Have you been going to church? How long have you been in this church? You can't remember. Which church were you before you came here? Presby. Which of the Presby's? Trinity Presby. Was the choir rehearsed on Saturday? Our choirs don't rehearse on Saturdays. Have you seen some before? And we we'll rehearse here. When you are rehearsing, everybody will stand at the particular spots. Those who don't come on Sunday when we are singing, they should look for somewhere to stand. 
Amen. I am dead serious. Say, 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 say pastor is dead serious. Oh, yes. You will see classical gospel choir, all ladies coming here some evenings. I used to see them some evenings coming. You have stopped them. Friday evenings. You come for all nights. Every week. Every other week. Every other week or every other Friday. Every other week. Wow. You don't clap for them. You are sitting down. Is it not amazing? Oh, Sister Efe, you are not clapping for them. Clap for them. No, don't you appreciate it? These are grandmoms. Okay? They are in our, I mean, the league with them. Grand, the grandparents. It's a league. Grandmoms are coming for Reza all night. Every other. Did you hear it? Or oh, you didn't hear it? Every other what? Every other week, they, were, they are coming for Reza all night. Or you think because their grandma they don't have anything to do. Agatha. <laughs> we are spoiling the church by refusing to fight. And the gates of hell are prevailing against us. As if like Jesus' prophecies are not true. We are making his prophecies not true. By the way we behave. Are you with me? Yes. LCBBA, we must fight to have breakfast meeting every month. It's a fight. Brother Kobe, what do you think? Didn't we used to do that? Yes, Brother Kobe Dems used to do that. So what has changed? Did we used to do that? How often were we doing breakfast meeting? Maybe I, didn't, I, don't, maybe I don't know. Tell me. Every other man. It's a long time since we did that. Isn't that the case? We must fight to do it. Hallelujah. When Christ said, I will build my church, it's not some huge cathedral that he's building in heaven. He's talking about the Kodesh. Compassion. Is it? Remember the poor compassion. They go for prison outreach every week, eh? Every other week. And they have been doing it. Or you have stopped. You have not stopped. So how come that your brothers who have stopped there, you are not questioning them? <laughs> I should come and question them. I'm the bad person to come and question and to fight. Hallelujah. Christ said, I will build my church. I will build my church. Men and brethren, we shouldn't spoil the church. Are you hearing me? We shouldn't do what? We should not spoil the church. We should not allow the gates of hell to prevail against the church. Hmm? We should not allow it, the gates of hell, to prevail against the church. It says, because Christ said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail again. And I'm saying that if we are not willing to fight, eh, to see the things that we want to see or to do the things that has to be done, 
then Satan will prevail against the church. Say, God forbid. One day, sit down. I was watching a Nigerian movie. And one mother was lambasting his son, lazy son, lambasting him. Then he said, you will have not amount to anything. The guy said, God forbid. Then he said, if you want God to forbid, then you have to <laughs> work hard. God does not just forbid things like that. <laughs> he said, if you want God to forbid, you have to change your behavior and work hard. God, God is not just walking around forbidding things. No. First Timothy 6 and verse 12. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Our faith is the Christian walk. Our faith is the church that we are in. Our faith is the walking with God. Our faith is a Christian faith. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes, that is our faith. Some people have different faith, but our faith is in Christ. And the Bible is saying that fight the good fight of faith. Not a good fight, the good fight of faith. It is a particular fight. And it's a fight of faith. And the Bible says we should fight the good fight of faith. It says lay hold on eternal life. Is that the song they were singing? Is that not the song they were singing? Was it the whole choir or it was just Eugenia who sang it? Eugenia sang it. But as you were singing, it was good you were sitting down to listen. Maybe the whole choir should have sung it. Are you hearing me? That's what fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Because that is the end result of the fighting of the good fight of faith. To lay hold on eternal life. It means that if you don't fight the good fight of faith, you will not lay hold on eternal life. And those who find themselves, they should stop finding themselves. Just sit down and relax. You'll be cool. Amen. Whereunto thou art what also called. So we have all been called to fight this good fight of faith. The good fight of faith is not only for a certain group of people. The good fight of faith is not just for pastors. It's not for shepherds. It's for every Christian. Anyone who identifies himself with Christ. It is not only shepherds or pastors or elders who are going to lay hold on the eternal life. Eternal life is for all of us. And we need to fight the good fight of faith to lay hold on eternal life. Amen? I said amen. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. So Bishop is saying here that without a willingness to fight, you cannot be involved in church building or church growth. The church that we are enjoying, people have sacrificed to make it come to this point. And there are even a lot of people here who have been in the church for years. Amen? And their presence and their contributions and their fight has brought the church to this stage. You look at the church like this and you come here on a Saturday eh? and you see the number of people who are cleaning the place. You'll be amazed. Just about some four, five, six people Eh? 
elderly people. Where's uh, Reverend Oraka? Reverend Isaac, please come. What is the name of uh, LP, LP, LP uh, Aquiles' what, husband? Mr. Addison. Is he around? Is Mr. Addison around? He comes from second service. Huh? Look at Reverend Oraka. He comes to sweep here for some of these young men to come and sit down. Eh? Is it, is it, is it good? Why, why, should, why should men collect offering? Why should, should it be change for the female to collect offering? The men can focus on the cleaning. <laughs> Convina, what do you think? Yes. From today, we're going to select a couple people to collect offering. You see men who are supposed to be doing things in the church, holding offering baskets and looking at what is inside. <laughs> every, 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 um, what do you call it? You call them, every asha should stand up. There's no point to come and preach to you, give you points, and we don't do the things that we are supposed to do. Every, every, every asha should stand up and come forward. It's a family meeting. You see, there's no point to come and preach. I mean, I'm preaching from the book. And the points are there. I can give you all. But what is the point? Hmm? How many of you give? These are the, all the ashes we have. First service ashes. What ministry are you in? You're not in any ministry. Come and stand here. <laughs> Young man, are you new? It's today your first day. When did you start coming to this church? Eh? Last month. I can't hear you. Six months. Look at your handsome face. Go and stand by there. <laughs> Some of you should stand up and go there before I get to you. <laughs> no, but is it nice? Now look, look at these people. And now, now those in uniform, how many of you came to work yesterday? Came to work yesterday. Young man, you didn't come. You didn't come. You didn't come. You are saying yes. I mean, I know Ojam is my uncle, so I can't. But look at them. Oh, you didn't come to clean. So I should come and clean for you. Eh? I said, those who came should lift their hands. Don't lift your mouth. I don't know your age, but you should be coming to him. Look, look at him. Young people in the church. And there are more young people. Now, any young man here who wants to help to, to do, um, what do you want? To be an usher on Saturday. Saturday ashes. Stand up. Before I come to you, any young man. You are looking at me. Are you looking at me? What's the name again? Eh? You finished Legon, is that the case? Stand up. 
when I was a graduate in the university, I was part of a church that was missing in Tipto Gardens. You know Tipto Gardens? Yes. You were not born. <laughs> Tipto Gardens is a nightclub. People go there and jam. They drink Guinness. They eat Emutuo. Consider the combination of Emutuo and Guinness. When they feel they throw up in the place. I was a graduate. I go there Sunday morning, early. Five. With a friend. We clean the whole place before the first usher arrives. Go in front. Are you leaving your brother behind? Is it your brother? And are you leaving behind? When Jesus called disciples, they don't know go and call their brothers. But tell God so that God will bless you. You have made your face straight. You are looking at me. You think I'm afraid of you? Are your parents in the church? You are sitting down by your father. Ask him how long he has been in the church. You've been in the choir before, isn't he? He's been in the choir for a long time. What do you do in church? You work for the white church. You work for the white church. You see, you can't say what you are doing. Eh? You are helping in the sound. Not that you are doing it, but you are helping a man like you. Just helping in the sound. Why not the one doing the sound, but you are helping? Now somebody else is doing it, you are helping. Your father has been in the service church for a long time, serving the Lord. And working in the church. <laughs> it's a fight, the good fight of faith. We need to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. You see, I've not come to an akazu and witnessing and all those things, but we cannot spoil the church. Right. Are you with me? I said, what? We cannot spoil the church. He said, do you want to attempt great things for God? Do you want to attempt to fight for God? We need to fight for God. I'm fighting for God. Are you with me? I said, I'm fighting for God. But I cannot sit down for the church to spoil. So I'm fighting for God. Amen? And that is what we should do. We should fight for God. Hallelujah. Attend great things is all about fighting for God. Fighting for the church. Fighting for the name of Christ. People died for the name of Christ. People died for the church. You see, there were people who left the comfort of their countries and came here to evangelize our nation. And most of them, as they came, they just died. Malaria killed them. Malaria was just killing them like something. But as malaria was killing them, then they called that, bring more. Then they will come. The malaria, malaria will clear them. <laughs> because in the fight, people die. In the fight, there are casualties. But your casualty is not a casualty in vain. Because you say what? Lay hold on eternal life. So whether you die or you live, you are the Lord's. Amen? Amen? And by the way, we should not be afraid of dying. 
when your time comes, I pray to God that we will all be 80, 90. So, I mean, some of you want to be 100. You don't say amen to the 80. I don't know what age you are waiting before you say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need to change. Are you prepared to work for the Lord? Are you prepared to be part of the ashes? To come and work on Saturday? Anyone who is not prepared can go back to his seats. So you are all prepared. Eh? And before, after I said, before the, you go home, bring me one recruit each. Yes. All of you should bring one recruit each. Are you with me? I'll be waiting for you in my office. Clap for them. We have all of you, you'll be coming to clean on Saturday. And we'll be recruiting more. Second service to is coming. Eh? From today, we, Bishop, we might look for able ladies, young and beautiful and smart. Who, when they are holding the offering basket, you are apart from the spirit, it will attract you to come and put money inside. <laughs> apart from the spirit. <laughs> The spirit that moves people. You're only seeing some. Clap for this ashes. Go ahead, sit down. Amen. Now, when you are tired of fighting, that means that you are tired of living. There are some people towards the end of their age. It's like, I had an uncle. He was always saying, when you go and visit him, he tells you he's sitting at the departure lounge. That's what he always says. I mean, he was elderly. He said, all his friends are gone. He doesn't know what he's doing here. He was a top person in the Methodist church. He said, all his friends are gone. He doesn't know what he's doing here. And that he's at a departure lounge. Waiting for the flight. I mean, isn't it a nice, isn't it a nice way to, to die? It's a very nice way to die. They are there, you are just ready, expecting. When he was admitted in his end days, where the nurses put the drip and things on him, by the time they come, he has removed all of them. <laughs> he said, was a doctor. He said, top, top, top doctor. He introduced family planning in Ghana. Yes. Dr. A.A.M.A. By the time the nurses come, he was so, he was very bored with them putting pampers or something on him. He couldn't stand it. <laughs> then the guy has removed the things. <laughs> because he was ready to go. Hallelujah. Why? Because he was not, no, no more prepared to fight on. Are you with me? There are people who say to their children, look, don't intervene. Like my mother-in-law. Very old and she was very old, very strong, but you know, all her systems were shutting down. But the doctor says, no, no, no intervention. Just allow me to go. So when you stop fighting, hmm, it means that you are saying you are stopping to live. So if we stop fighting for God, we stop fighting for the church. Eh? If we are saying that, look, the church should what vanish the church should just disintegrate the church should just become something else but you and I have to fight for God we have to fight for the church hallelujah Paul had many conflicts in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 1 it says for I would that ye know ye knew that great conflict I have for you so Paul had, he had great conflict for the church. And that is a fighter. And we should all have great conflict for the church. Look at the conflict that our own father is going through for the sake of the church. Do you think that if he was sitting down quietly, 
in his private life, he will go through all these conflicts to the extent that people who he has raised, people who he has blessed, people who are his spiritual children, today they will stand up and do all sorts of things. It's a great conflict that he was, is going through. But he's not going through that for his family. He's going through that for God and for the church. For God and for the church. And you and I also have to go through great conflicts for God and for the church. We shouldn't allow the church to deteriorate in our hands. He said, for I would that ye knew what great conflicts I have for you and for them in Laodicea. And for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the fullness of assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. There are people who want to look good and have a peaceful existence. But having a peaceful existence, then how are you going to enjoy eternal life? Right. Our life in this world is very short. There's a song like that, isn't it? One of the songs, one of the sentences. Our life is, no, 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 that one is not, that one is Methodist. I'm talking about our songs, you know? One of the songs, one of the sentences. So our life in this world is short. And that is what it is. Our lives truly in this world is very short. Are you with me? That is not possible if you want to attempt great things. You cannot avoid conflicts. You must attempt. At times, even the conflict will be with yourself. Because yourself wants to do something different. The Bible says that the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. And the two are contrary one to the other. So your own flesh, you have to war against it. Amen? Flesh, get up and let's go to church. Flesh, get up and let's go for outreach. Flesh, get up and let's do something for God. You have to war against yourself. Otherwise, yourself will overcome you. Because there are many things that yourself want to do. Yourself want to sleep. What else does yourself want to do? Yourself want to eat every day. But there are some days you have to fast. What else does yourself want to do? Yourself want to have sex. You're going to have sex every day. Sometimes you have to fast to, to, <laughs> to pray. Charles, what does yourself want to do? Rest. Yes. See, your chicks are coming because you have been resting. <laughs> Charles, you have to marry. You have to fight to marry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 18. You cannot just be a barrister in the church and all you do is sing. I don't know how many rewards there are for singing. No. You cannot just do one thing. Nehemiah chapter 4, and verse 18. He said, for the builders, everyone had his sword guided by his side. You use, what instrument do you use in building? Trowels, what else? Headpans, yes. 
Concrete mixers, yes. You see, you, you, have you not built a house? Don't give your house to a contractor to build. Go on site yourself. I say what? Go on site yourself. Amen? Yes, what else do you need? Level. You need level, yes? Huh? Pick us. Shovel. Tape measure. You need a tile cutter, yes? I say, what are you saying? <laughs> but look at this scripture in Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 18. It says, For the builders, okay, people who are building, God, God sent them to go and build the broken walls. He said, For the builders, everyone had his sword guided by his side. Everyone had his sword. So as you are holding the pickaxe, you are holding the sword. That's the word of God. Hmm? Everyone had his sword, what? Gated by his side, and so build it. And he that sounded a trumpet was by me. Next verse. And I said unto the nobles, and to the rulers, and to the rest of the people, the work is great and large. God's work is always great and large. There never comes a time when God's word becomes small. Because remember, God's concern is the whole world. God's concern is the whole area where you live. If you live in Latakoshi, God's concern is about the whole of Latakoshi, not only your streets or not only your home. So God's work is always great and it's always large. Are we having that understanding? I say, are we having that understanding that God's word is what? It's always what? And it's always great and it's always large. There's never a time that God's work has become small. We have made things small in our minds. We have made things small in our estimations. But God's work is always great and it's always large. Then he said that for God so loved the world. Hmm. Not love Ghana or love Gans or accounts for God's so large. So God's work is always great and large. Now, something that is great and large, there is one thing that it registers on your mind that it never ends. Because it cannot be done only in your lifetime. You do up to a point and then others continue. You do up to somewhere. Others continue. Whatever we are engaged in, it has been started by people. Amen? We are blessed to be around when the first generation of leaders are still around. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. But you see, when you go to a lot of churches, you don't know who the founder is. Go to Methodist Church. I don't think many people know anything about John Wesley. Go to many churches, they don't know who they, they don't know anything about the founder. We are blessed to be around, and the founder is around. Ah, I forgot it today is healing Jesus service Sunday. Amen. Which brings me to the next point. Let me finish this scripture. It said the work is great and large, and we are separated upon the wall, one far from another. Now there are many things to do to fight for God. And there are two things I want to mention. I've mentioned so many things so far. 
the things we do in church, FCPP are fighting to do uh, breakfast meeting every other man. We can do it. Say we can do it. Yeah, I know you can do it. Amen? We can do it. The choir coming for rehearsal every Saturday. Say we can do it. And if I catch you not saying it, you'll see what I'll do to you. I just say we can do it. Where's Agatha? As she left. Agatha, say we can do it. Nobody can hear you. Hey, is that how you talk? Soft like that. <laughs> Agatha needs a microphone. We can do it. Clap for Agatha. If Agatha says we can do it, that means what? We can do it. Amen. James chapter 3 and verse 4. He said, Behold, also the ships which brought they be so great. Which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds. Listen very carefully to this scripture. Yet are they turned about with very small helm. And the ship, though they are, see, the ships are massive. You know, one big ship can occupy the whole of this place. You see, this whole room can be a ship. And it's very great. Because remember, we've just talked about God's work, which is great and large. <laughs> Amen. When you look at it, they say great and large. Say, hey, then how can we do it? And so here, the Bible is talking about a ship that is so great and very large. Hmm? It says, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, like a very small equipment. Whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so is the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. What is he saying here? He said that look at this large ship. It can be turned and moved about left, right by a very small equipment. And it's comparing that to the tank. So we are saying God's work is great and large. But a small tank in our mouth can accomplish this great and large work. The small tank in our mouth can accomplish this what? Great and large work. You and I can attempt great things for God by preaching and teaching. Using this small thing in our mouth. See, God has blessed you with this tongue in your mouth. If you're like, cause your tongue to refuse to move. And you will see the challenges and the difficulties. So though the work looks great and large, we are saying that apart from everything that you do, this tongue can help us to accomplish this great and large work. Amen. How do you employ the tongue? By preaching and teaching. I was being told by Reverend Godfrey that FCPPR has adopted dancing stars. Is that the case? What kind of adaptation is that? <laughs> I mean, it was a great news I had. Yes? Each FCBPI member is going to take a few number of... Is it something that they are, you are not talking about, something that they, they have decided to do? No, so um, the, 
Dancing Stars Pastor gave me the groupings of the names today. Mm. And when we meet, we are going to distribute it. And each member is going to take about five to ten people. And they are going it's to... It's one of the greatest things I've heard in this church. They're going to cancel... Uncle Kobe, is that the case? Oh, clap for FCBPI. You see, let me tell you something. When the guys are dancing, some of them, even by the moves that they make, you know, they don't know God. I just some of them, by the move they make, you know that they don't know God. I'm telling you. And when you see them after service, this guy has come to dance for us to see, but you know this person doesn't know God. Yeah. And my heart's cry has been, who will take care of these people? There are many people in the church. You know, what I'm preaching, you after service, you see, after service, we who have grown up, we who have known Christ for some time, we who have been blessed, the Bible says that, wherefore the time ye ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. Wherefore the time ye ought to be what? Teachers. So it's one of the greatest things I've heard in my five years life in this church. I'm telling you that people who ought to be teachers have decided to take people and bring them up. It's one of the greatest things. Using the book how to be a strong Christian. They'll be doing what? They'll be using the book how to be a strong Christian and also help them career-wise. Yeah. I think that most people in the church today who are, you know, you know God, small. You know, you know God, you can read, you can write. You know, there's, look, let me tell you something. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. But you may not even know. Because you cannot be sitting here and listening to a message week after week and the Spirit of God not be upon you. It's upon you. Amen? It's upon you. How do you know it's upon you? When you begin, say, Jesus Christ said, the Spirit of the living God is upon me because he has what? Anointed me to do what? To preach. When you begin to exercise the preaching, then you will know. You have the confirmation. You are, you'll be surprised at the things that when you begin to share, you'll be saying. Because a lot of the things that you'll be saying... I've not planned what I'm saying now. I've not planned it. I've not written it. When you begin to preach, the Spirit of God, who is within you, will begin now to speak through you. That's what the living water, okay? It will be overflowing out of you. And most of us, that water has become stagnant water. Yeah. And what, what are some of the characteristics of stagnant water? It smells. So in the eyes of the angel divinely, your Life is full of smell. Because there's water in you which you have sat on. The water is not coming out. But then when that water begins to come out, it will always be refreshed. I say it will always be refreshed. Because you'll be saying things that you have not planned to say. It's the spirit of God that gives you that utterance that begins to talk. I'm telling you. And I'm saying that it's one of the greatest things that is happening in this church. That imagine that spirit-filled young men are dancing here because of your efforts. You are, any leg they throw is blessing coming to you. Any hand they throw is blessing coming to you. Anything they do is blessing coming to you. <laughs> yeah. But if they don't have it, they are just throwing rubbish to us. And it doesn't minister to anybody. Are you with me? 
So attempt great things by attempting to lead people to salvation. We must, on our own, endeavor to go out there and share the word of God. You must lead many people to salvation through the sinner's prayer. By the way, is it Romans chapter 10, verse 9? We always quote that scripture, you know, 9 and 10. It says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Then in verse 10 says, with the mouth. Is it for with the heart man what believeth unto righteousness? Amen. I said, Amen. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Usually, when you go for witnessing, don't go argue with people. You get the opportunity, I want to pray with you. Amen. I said, when you get the opportunity, do what? I want to pray with you and pray the sinner's prayer with them. You'll be attempting great things. Number two, attempt great things by attempting to preach. You can preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to many lost and dying souls. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Attempt great things by attempting to teach. I'm saying that what FCPP is doing is one of the greatest things that happened in the church. And there are many of us who should either be part of FCBPI or should be doing something similar. Now, FCBPI, can I see the number of the members of FCBPI here? Please stand up, let me see. There are many of us here who should be part of this group. Amen? What is FCBPI? F is what? Fellowship. B is what? Business. P is what? Professionals. Professionals. Then what? what C, are, C is what? Christian. Christian. Then I, international. I is international. So fellowship of what? Christian, Christian business, people, business and people and what? Professionals. And professionals. International. International. And I'm saying there are many Christian business people who are not standing up now. Now they have not joined. Amen? There are many. There are many business people here who have not joined. If you, are not in, if you are in something else, blessed be the name of the Lord. But if you are not in anything else, this is a group to be part of. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So every members, cast your mind around. You see them. You see the people who are sitting down. See the people who are sitting down. There's one here. There's one here. Who, who, is, who is coming to catch him? You are in ministry. She's in compassion. No. The wife, the, you are in what? Yes, but he's not in compassion. The ministry is not that two shall become one flesh. <laughs> Doesn't apply there. Eh? Who is catching him? Nobody wants to catch him. Come and catch him now. You are what? You see me? No, don't come and see me. <laughs> Some of you, when I'm coming, then you have made your face serious. Think I'm afraid of your face. It's a blessing to be part of something that is going on. Amen? And the things that they are committing themselves to, to me, is the greatest thing that has happened in my life in this church. Because I've always been crying that who would take care of these people? Who would take care of those people? I don't know why Brother Jam should be in, a, what do you call it? Ushers. I'll continue today. Go after him. Auntie Josephine, what ministry are you in? Hmm? Marriage counseling. That one, people, if they, they, they will not marry, they should go. They are not. Please, FCBPI, stand up. Please stand up with all due respect. So, as I'm talking, you have, just say you have put your head down. 
Eh? Oh, Auntie Josephine, you will enjoy it. I'm telling you, your life will begin to move in another, another realm, another level. Hallelujah. So please, after service, Reverend Godfrey is there. See him because now they have defined. You see, God is blessing, going to bless that ministry Amen. beyond their imagination because now they have defined that they are going to be part to fight for God and to fight for the church. Amen. By what? Teaching people and by preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Shall we be on our feet? Now, before you be on your feet, sit down, all of you. Today, for instance, is Healing Jesus Sunday. Eh? What? Is there it, is it, is it, is it a video to watch? There's a video. At this point, I want come again. Four minutes. At this point, I want us to watch the video. Hallelujah. Don't worry, the screen, we'll get the screen here soon. Amen. But I want you to watch the video. Because a new season is beginning for our daddy as he goes out to preach. You see, he's fighting for the kingdom. Are you with me? By preaching and teaching. So we are doing it on a very small scale. He is doing it on an international scale. But remember, God says that go ye therefore into the world. Hmm? This is our Jerusalem. We cannot go to Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the world. He is going to the uttermost part of the world. You and I need to support him. You and I need to be partners. Some of us have been MP partners, but we have stopped our contribution. And I would recommend strongly that those of us who are partners, we do what I call a standing order. I mean, what you purpose in your heart to give, you are standing order. Every month it just goes, so you don't even think about it. Are you with me? Are you with me? Church, I said, are you with me? So I want us to watch this documentary and then we'll bring the service to a close. And I will clap your hands for Jesus. Give volume. Shara Balsamo reporting live from the Healing Jesus campaign office. The Healing Jesus campaign has kicked off 2024 with its first season venturing into Diego, also known as Ansiranana in Madagascar for a three-day crusade, was spending five nights campaigning in the Liberian capital, Monrovia. Before the convoy reached Diego, it was parked at Antananarivo for the last Healing Jesus campaign crusade in Madagascar was held in 2023. The journey from Antananarivo to Diego spanned six days and the team drove for a total of 11 to 12 hours each day. The poor road conditions further lengthened and made the journey more challenging. The convoy passed through the mountainous terrains of Madagascar and encountered narrow bridges, which they had to pass one truck at a time. When the convoy reached bustling towns along the way, they were forced to further reduce their speed. The skilled convoy team expertly navigated even the narrow stretches of road. We thank God for his continuous protection and covering over our team as they carry out the commission to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. The Healing Jesus campaign convoy has arrived in Liberia, Monrovia in anticipation of the upcoming crusade scheduled in the nation's capital from March 5th to March 9th. It has been over a decade since the evangelist last visited the country of Liberia to hold crusades. By the grace of God, 
he's been inspired to return once again. An equipment check at the base in Accra ensured that all equipment is in optimal condition for the crusade. Each truck underwent thorough checks, servicing and refueling before the convoy consisting of three tiny two-foot trailers commenced its journey from Accra to Monrovia, a journey spanning 17 days of almost 2,000 kilometers. So all stations, all stations, this is Coach One um, um, here from Galilee. We are rolling to Liberia. Uh, the routes we are using is Accra, Sakra Day to Adubo, the border. And then from there, we cross into Abidjan, Norway border. And from there, we head to Abouville. Abouville to Yamosukro, Yamosukro to uh, Daname. And then from Daname, we cross into Liberia. So please take note of the routes. The team encountered challenging terrain and road conditions, but the convoy persevered with the help of a bulldozer to navigate through a very muddy and difficult stretch of road. Ultimately, the team and the trucks arrived safely at their destination, parking to the glory of God. This mission to preach the gospel to the nations needs your continual support. Please continue to partner with the Healing Jesus campaign by donating at benmp.com. That's benmp.com or via your local branch. You can help cover the costs of this season's journey by donating from as little as $1, $10, or more today. Tag your offering, hashtag HealingJesusGen, and may God bless you as you give. That's all from us for now. Until next time, goodbye. Hallelujah. You can see they are fighting for God. Amen fighting to take the gospel to the nations. Going through terrains that don't have road to get to the place. I have these two young men here. I want one of them to give a testimony. Who was the one who was? Okay, your testimony. You were the Muslim before. Come. I just encountered them in a meeting yesterday and I was amazed at the things that they said. Yes, your name and the branch you belong to, and then say it in two minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Malakai, and I'm from South Odoko branch. Hallelujah. Malakai. So, yes, please. Wow. That's my Christian name, but then I was called Mohammed. Mohammed Salifa Mangwa. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Right. Your so, testimony. Yes, so I want to thank Bishop Nee for this opportunity to be able to speak to such prestigious group of people like you. <laughs> I'm really privileged. Hallelujah. All right, so uh, yes, I had the opportunity to meet Bishop Ni, and I was sharing with him and a group of people how uh, there was a day, uh, so we came here, there was a service. The, uh, so when we came, I read the were some young people, they were worshiping, and how they were worshiping God was so amazing. And I thought to that myself. That was yesterday. We had a scripture, you know, rally here. 
and I preach here, so I ask them to come. It was so beautiful and amazing. I got inspired once again. And I remember how, because ever since I became a Christian, I've been a Christian for about eight years. And one thing I told myself was that I'll always be in church, and I want to be a very serious Christian. That's what I told myself. So I've, I've always made sure that any church program, I'm there. Any service, I'm there. If I don't go there, probably I'm sick or I'm at work, and I can't just make it. So I think some few months ago, it was, uh, I was supposed to come to church here at Kodesh. That was on Tuesday. And I'd closed from work early, but I was just sitting there. I could have just come back because mostly I come early. When I come, I just park the car over there. But that day, I was just like, oh, let me wait small. Let me wait small. So at 6 o'clock, I was there. 7 o'clock, I was there. Then 8, then I moved the car. So when I got here and I entered, they had finished pray, prayer. They had finished worshiping. And I went to sit down, and, and Bishop was preaching. The prophet was preaching. And the, and the Holy Spirit said to me, you see, at the time you were Muslim, you used to rush to the mocks. You will not wait. You, and the Holy Spirit told me that the time you were Muslim, you will not wait to go to the mosque. Even you go before time. Because you don't want to miss any part of the prayer. But it was like, as a Muslim, you know, when you go there, like, it's a series of prayers. Maybe let's, let's take it in, the, in the afternoon prayers, there are four rakats that you do. And the four rakats, if you miss one, then the blessing has, is gone. It's gone past you. So it's like when you come for prayer here, the prayer is a raka, the worship is a raka, and the word is a raka. So you don't have to miss any of them. You have to be part of everything that goes on. And the Holy Spirit was telling me, it's like, that it's like, it's like the fear and the reverence of God is not there. And I could see that even today with the church, it's like that. A lot of people will not even come for prayer. They will not come for worship. They will just come when they stand for preaching. And even as they are coming, they are worshiping. It's like, oh, oh, it's nothing. Or even they are around, they are praying. They don't even care about the prayer. They don't care about the worship. All they want to come is to it's come and listen to the word. And in the word, they might not even listen to it. Well, hallelujah. So this is what the, uh, I was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I've been, I wrote it down. It, so it's been on my mind ever since. So now I've made, I've made my point that when I come to church, I have to be there before time. I don't want to even be delayed. Because there's a blessing in everything that we do in church. Hallelujah. You see, it's like when they go to the mosque, you wash your hands first, isn't it? You have to perform the ablution. You have to rush to go and get, wash your hands, do the ablution. Before you go into the mosque. Before you go to, into inside and then you start the process. There's a first what? It's a first rakat. So that's when, yeah, when you go here and come down, so you do the forehead the, goes down. You do the rakat, and then you do the second. Eh? Now, when you miss the first, he said that when he missed the first, a, a blessing one, has gone. it means that the blessing has gone. You see? And that even had the tendency of making the rest of the rakat useless. So you go early, so that you do the ablution, then you go through the whole processes. And the Holy Spirit was telling that he has lost his honest for God. He has lost it. Because he was sitting in his office. He could have come. But he was sitting there. Prayer passed. Praise and worship came and then came to join preaching time. The Bible said, enter his gates. And enter his courts. So many of us come to church. And whilst we are in the service, we are not in his courts. Because we didn't participate in the praise and the prayer, the praise and worship. So though you have come, you are physically here, but spiritually you are not here. You can even write notes. It doesn't matter. Because you have not entered. If you want to see me, you come to my office. You can be standing here and be shouting. I'll never hear you. Because you have not entered. And so many of us don't enter. Through the gates to the courts in the service. And that is what he's sharing. 
Clap for him. God bless you. The next one. Two minutes. Also as a testimony. The sacrifices that he was making some time ago, which now a lot of us refuse and we don't make certain sacrifices. Yes, tell us. Um, hallelujah. Amen. So me, thank you for the opportunity. So like my brother here, Sorry, my name is Benjamin. I'm from South Rocco. Um, like my brother here, uh, at a point in time, I was giving a lot of excuses for not coming to church or doing what I'm supposed to do as a Christian or as a shepherd. So um, the Holy Spirit drew me, my attention back to those days. Some years back, I was not even in Lighthouse. And I had a girlfriend. No, not the beloved. I had a girlfriend. A girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> I was staying at um, Dansuman's net flat. And she was staying at, um, how do you call it, Ofanko Barrier. Even the barrier, when they get to barrier, you have to go inside. It's not like you get to barrier and then you are there. And it was this day that I remember, I wanted to see her so much. Badly. But I wasn't working at, at then, and I didn't have enough money on me. So I had to set up and plan how to go and come. So <laughs> I decided I have to find. So if you don't have money, they don't, don't come to church. You're not serious. I started school, primary school in Accra Newtown, experimental school. I stay here, condition. By the time my father travels, we walk to, I walk to school. Class three, class four, yes, I walk. Pass through here, pass through cup and cross the order, took a price. I've done that about twice. My father sent someone to come and pick up, but then the person came, we've already gone. Then I walk back from Accra Newtown, come to cup price, cross the order, pass through here, not class. That's why I know all these areas. Class four, class five. Yes, go on. So I decided that's fine. Then I'll pick a car from my house. To he wanted to see the girl so badly. He listened to that the girl was beyond the Funko barrier. Yeah. He didn't so, have money. Yeah. So I picked the car from uh, Ansuman to Achimwata. And then I walked from Achimwata to Funko barrier. Inside. Because of a woman, a lady. He didn't, have, he didn't have enough money. So was combining the small money he had with the effort, yeah. with the working, strategic planning. And when I was working, I was, I was very happy. Very, very happy. I was alone. I was, got, uh, I, was, I, was, I was happy going to see her. I said before me. <laughs> so I was very happy working there. And so I went there, I walked, I went there. The sun was so scorching. But I didn't mind. So I walked, when, I, when I was getting close to the house, I just looked for some corner, cleaned myself, and then organized myself, and then... I went to see, I went, entered the house and I went to see her. When I was down to, I walked from Ofanko Barrier. He said, when he was done, what they, are, what they are done, that was none of a business. Some okay. part of the testimony. When he was done, then he did what? You walked I, from? I, I walked from uh, Ofanko Barrier inside back to Achimota. Then I picked car from Achimota to Dantoman. So the Holy Spirit telling me that if I were able to do these things, then what was stopping me? I work at Insamom. And by the time I close, get car and come here, it's late. So I'm not coming for two days' service. I'm not coming for DM. A whole lot of excuses for my work. So as the Lord said that to me, I realized that no. I came to myself, I realized that I can't make it. And for like three weeks, I've been coming for uh, Tuesday service, DMA meetings. I've been coming. And it's working fully. So it's like, if you want to do it, you can do it. You There's always a it. way to do it. You can do it if you want to you do, can it. do it. Clap Amen. your hands for him. With God, all things are possible. Amen. For the joy of seeing a lady is strategized. For the joy of seeing a lady. 
and you are a choir star, you cannot come for rehearsal on Saturday. Can you see that we're backsliding? Church members of church, or my brothers and my sisters, see these two testimonies demonstrate something. I think we should learn from it. Look at the length at which prophet is going to take the gospel to people who have not heard of it. Look at the length they are going. All we are saying is that, yes, you cannot go. We cannot go. But our money can push them. Hallelujah. I say what? Our money can push them to go. Because those trucks, they are not electric car trucks. They drink fuel. And look at the distances that they cover. Driving through nations. You can decide from today. You can decide from today the amount of money you want to support the Healing Jesus campaign with. Amen. You can decide. And it says as little, when they say as little as uh, one dollar, which is like what? Twelve cities. Doesn't mean that you should bring twelve cities. Yes, if it's twelve cities what you have every month, it's fine. But there are people here who can purpose in their hearts to give a thousand cities every month, five thousand cities every month, a thousand dollars every month, whatever. I mean, there are people who can do it. Not that you cannot do it. You can do it. Amen? You can do it. I don't know whether um, these sort of donations, whether they are allowable for tax purposes. Are they? Consultants. If Ben MP is registered, I say whatever. So, Reverend Governor, find out. Eh? So, it means that you can even give from your company. Even if they are, I don't know, allow you to deduct it for tax purposes. It's God you are giving to. You can decide that your company is sponsoring, you know, 5,000 every month, if not from yourself, your company. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we going to do it? I say, are we going to do it? That prophet has put us in this edifice, the most beautiful church building in the whole of Ghana. We need to support more than anybody else. Amen. I say, amen. Shall we be on our feet? Everything I've been through Use it for your glory Lord, I offer my days to you Lifting my praise to you As a pleasing sacrifice This morning you want to offer your life to God. You cannot work for God. You cannot do anything for God if you have not offered your life to him.
This morning you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be washed in the blood of Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want to go to heaven when I die. Pastor, pray with me. With every eye closed, you are here. And you want me to pray with you. Wherever you are standing, just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Lift your right hand. Lift it very high. I want to see from where I am. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your right hand very high, quickly. Lift it very God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift it very high. You have lifted your right hand. I want you to leave wherever you are and come to me right now. Just come to me. Just come to me quickly. Come to me quickly. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Bring my daddy there. He should come. He should come. of you in front here, just lift your two hands to the Lord as a sign of surrender. Lift your two hands. The Bible says, with your heart you believe unto righteousness, but then with your mouth you confess unto salvation. I'm going to lead you in confession. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Open your mouth. Say, Heavenly Father. Congregation, let's pray with them. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus, thank you for Jesus. who died for me. This morning, I come to you and I ask you to please forgive me of all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life so that one day, one day, I will be with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me. Help me, Lord, to be a good Christian. Help me, Lord, to be a strong Christian. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.